Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Biden promotes a reduced $2 trillion plan to revive the US. White House announces vaccination plan for children aged 5 to 11. And jailed Russian foe Alexei Navalny wins top EU prize. It's Thursday, October 21. I'm Anthony Davis. President Joe Biden returned to his birthplace on Wednesday for the first time since taking office, declaring his multi-trillion dollar safety net and infrastructure packages would restore an America starving for investments in its workers, families and the environment. The president scalded doubters who focus on divides among Democratic lawmakers that could jeopardize the cornerstone policies of his administration, and he acknowledged that he scaled back his ambitions in order to garner support. These bills are about competitiveness versus complacency in the world, he said at Scranton's Electric City Trolley Museum. Biden and his Democratic Party are racing to seal agreement on the legislative package after laboring for months to bridge his once-sweeping $3.5 trillion vision, preferred by progressives with a more limited focus that can win over party centrists and conservatives. He has no Democratic votes to spare for passage in the closely divided Congress, and leaders want agreement by week's end. In the mix, at least $500 billion to confront climate change, $350 billion for childcare subsidies and free pre-kindergarten, a new federal program for at least four weeks of paid family leave, a one-year extension of the $300 monthly child tax credit put in place during the COVID-19 crisis, and funding for healthcare provided through the Affordable Care Act and Medicare. Likely to be eliminated or shaved back, plans for tuition-free community college, a path to permanent legal status for certain immigrants in the US, and a clean energy plan that was the centerpiece of Biden's strategy for fighting climate change. Yet a day after Biden outlined his ideas for trimming back some components to lawmakers, it was clear that the effort remained a work in progress, as several Democrats signaled they were still fighting for their priorities. Biden said he thinks a deal is within reach by the time he departs for a global summit late next week. Children ages 5 to 11 will soon be able to get a COVID-19 shot at their pediatrician's office, local pharmacy, and potentially even their school, the White House said on Wednesday, as it detailed plans for the expected authorization of the Pfizer shot for elementary school youngsters in a matter of weeks. Federal regulators will meet over the next two weeks to weigh the safety and effectiveness of giving low-dose shots to the roughly 28 million children in that age group. The Pfizer vaccine requires two doses three weeks apart and a two-week wait for full protection to kick in, meaning the first youngsters in line will be fully covered by Christmas. 
As for youngsters under five, Pfizer and Moderna are studying their vaccines in children down to six months old, with results expected later in the year. The Biden administration noted that the expansion of shots to children under 12 will not look like the start of the country's vaccine rollout 10 months ago, when limited doses and inadequate capacity meant a painstaking wait for many Americans. The country now has ample supplies of the Pfizer shots to vaccinate children, and officials say they've been working for months to ensure widespread availability of shots. About 15 million doses will be shipped to providers across the U.S. in the first week after approval, the White House said. Hundreds of school and community-based clinics will also be funded and supported by the Federal Emergency Management Agency to help speed the process. Imprisoned Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who narrowly survived a poisoning that he blames on the Kremlin, was awarded the European Union's top human rights prize on Wednesday in a clear slap at President Vladimir Putin. In awarding the Sakharov Prize to Navalny, the European Parliament praised his immense personal bravery. The 45-year-old activist fell ill from a nerve agent poisoning last year and recuperated in Germany, then was promptly arrested upon his return to Moscow and later imprisoned. He has campaigned consistently against the corruption of Vladimir Putin's regime, and through his social media accounts and political campaigns, Navalny has helped expose abuses and mobilize the support of millions of people across Russia. For this, he was poisoned and thrown in jail, said Parliament President David Sassoli in a statement. There was no immediate reaction to the award from the Kremlin, which denies any involvement in Navalny's poisoning. Following his imprisonment, authorities unleashed a sweeping crackdown on his groups and associates. In June, a court outlawed Navalny's foundation for fighting corruption and a network of his regional offices as extremist organizations, a verdict that carries long prison terms for those associated with it. Several top allies have fled Russia and courts have given suspended sentences and restricted travel to some others who remained. The EU has called for his immediate and unconditional release in what it sees as a politically motivated imprisonment and has said it holds Moscow responsible for his health. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.